Well, in today's show, we have news about Disneyland Paris's Halloween party. Jingle bell, jingle, bam, dessert party, uh, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all of the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. Greetings and welcome, everybody. How are you doing tonight? How are you doing, T? Should be greetings and salutations, humans. Greetings and salutations, humans. Where's that from? Uh, I don't know, Monster Floor Factory? That works well. Pretty works close. Well. Uh, how you doing, pal? Good. How about you? Oh, great. What did yeah. we do this weekend? Uh, went to STK for brunch slash lunch. For a lunch? Okay. So last week, we read on the news that STK was doing lunch. We're like, oh, let's go. Mm. So Tony... Stupidly goes out and makes reservations. No, on you were you were being proactive. On a Sunday, great, let's go have some lunch at STK. Let's go try their new lunch menu. Well, we come to find out that lunch is only Monday to Friday. So, I well, we read that. It was only Monday to Friday. So then I decided to call, not once, but twice, and ask them, if we have a reservation on Sunday, will we be able to get the new lunch menu. And twice I was told, no. <laughs> we only serve brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Neat, comrade. So, we get to the restaurant. I'm all ready for brunch. I looked at their brunch menu. I had an item uh, selected in my mm, head. Yeah. You know, yep. assuming it was going to still be on a menu. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they have a lunch and brunch menu. You get both. So, I was like, well, I don't want the brunch <laughs> I'm now going to have the lunch menu, which I tried to come and have that you told me I wasn't going to, but is now sitting on my table. 
It was a mess. First of all, I got out of the car. I, I think we had a little... Was I the only one? No. What? Yeah, I was the only one that really ordered lunch. The rest of you ordered <laughs> off the brunch menu. Yeah, I ordered the... No, no. I didn't order the brunch menu. I ordered the lunch menu. Oh, did you? steak and frites. Oh, okay. Okay. I knew it was going to be a bad day when I got out of the car, and the car said it was 96 degrees, oh and the heat index was 106. Wow. Uh, I knew it was going to be a rough day and we got there and I was really hot and I sat down at the bar and I liked our bartender. Our bartender wound up being our waitress, Tracy, yeah, I believe Tina. her name, Tina. I knew it was a T. Uh, Tracy, Tina, Teresa, Mother Teresa, somebody. Somebody with a uh, T. And she, uh, I was like, I'd like a cocktail. What What do you do that's special? She says, mm. well, what do you like? And I'm like, I like bourbon. She's like, mm, okay, good. I, I got, I got, you trust me? I'm like, you're a bartender. Of course I do. <laughs> Never make that mistake again. Yeah. She made a drink, and it was not a bad drink, but okay. she used rye. Oh. I don't like rye. Sarah's Sid, Park Hopper Sid, is a rye person. Mm. I prefer just bourbon. Mm. Bourbon or whiskey, mm. not rye. Mm. And it was rye and Pinot Noir. It was different. It wasn't nice. horrible. As it mellowed, it got better. Mm. But that was kind of like, the, it's like, oh, this is going downhill quick. And we had a couple of hiccups along the way. But the, the thing about it was, was I think we were the one, two. I think there were five groups yeah. of two people, two people, four people, and then a larger group and us. Yeah. There was not a lot of people in this place. No. And then and then they started turning away people at three because they closed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing lunch if they're not getting the tables. Well, STK. I mean, I, oh, hang on. it probably costs them more to turn on the lights and pay the employees. And that's the And thing. the rent. And the DJ didn't get it either because it no. was like, Super loud. STK. I love STK. When Chris was working there, mm. went there a lot. Chris always took right. great care of us. Thank you guys. We love you guys. I love STK. Yeah. STK, if you're listening, little piece of suggestion. Right. Feel free to take this for what it's worth. When you do a lunch or a brunch menu, go go with me here. Lower your prices. Just a hair. Just a little bit. Yeah. Because when you're when you're when your smallest lunch thing is twenty dollars mm. eh, you know right that's that's a little steep for a lunch menu you know when when you want to add bacon to your burger right and it's seven dollars for bacon on your burger it's <laughs> the best bacon in the world you can get you can get three pounds of bacon for seven dollars mm. thick cut great bacon at Publix yeah. right down the street <laughs> totally yeah that's that's pricey for bacon I understand I don't have to cook it but that's why I like going there for magical dining. I know I'm going to get a, uh, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert for what I would normally just get for a piece of steak. Correct. <laughs> yep. You know, and last time their entrees on the magical dining had sides to them. It had vegetables or a potato or something. Yeah, it had some kind of yeah. starch. Thing it wasn't it. just a piece of meat on a plate. Plate, meat, steak. Yeah. Done. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. But overall, it was good. Uh, out of 10, 10 being really great, 10 being Ravello, I would probably give it a 6, 7. Yeah. What would you? I'd say go to Boathouse first. If you don't like anything at Boathouse, then come to STK. Two different places. Bro. I mean, you could get a Gibson steak over at Boathouse. I'd go to. And that's just as expensive as STK. Yeah. i go to Boathouse first. Then i go to Paddlefish. Yeah. Then I'd go to Art Smith's. Yeah. More Moto Asia. Yes. Then I'd wind up with the polite pig. Yeah. You know, that's just the way I'd do it. Yeah. So other than that, did you do anything else Disney this weekend? Uh, no, 
No, not really. We had uh, some friends of ours that we met through something different, but we galvanized our relationship through Disney. We had them. They came over and spent the day hitting the pool. And the big, the big piece of resistance was uh, fireworks from the pool that night. They were Ooh. super like, this is the greatest place ever. Wow. Like, I don't know about that, but, you know, it's pretty cool. Nice. So that that was pretty much it. Didn't do very much Disney this weekend. Right. It's a busy weekend, and it's going to get busier. Mm. So, well, September magical dining. It's magical Food dining is going up. Yeah, I'm getting ready to launch a big project with another company. You know. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, other than that, my friends, anything else you want to add before we get into it? I got nothing. Uh, for the last show in the 400s, let's get into the, the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, Disneyland Paris is going to celebrate a monstrously crazy Halloween and 90 years of fun with Mickey. Let's combine them. Let's, let's do both. If, you can, if, you, if one is good, two is better. Right. Uh, this year, Halloween promises to be a wickedly wonderful party and will also celebrate Mickey himself because, you know, anyway, uh, he will steal the show with a brand new float. Designed especially for him in the mini Halloween parade. And with Disneyland Paris, you have to be really, really keen. Because when they say mini parade, they don't mean mini mouse. They mean like four or five floats. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, sidebar. We they went... do like move it, shake it? No. No, 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 no. So, uh, I think I've told the story here. So, I went with my buddy Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working for Rick at the time. And we went. We, we were doing an adventure by Disney in Ireland. And we took a few days and went to Disneyland Paris. Right. And uh, we looked at the map or the Times Guide, and it said, you know, the, the Mickey, two whatever. Parade. The <laughs> 2 o'clock parade or 3 o'clock parade. So I'm there with camera gear. So I set up the camera and the tripod and everything. I'm sitting there. We're standing there for 20 minutes, just standing there. Mm-hmm. And we're looking like idiots. And, you know, we're already self-conscious because we're obviously American. Right. Because, you know, we're talking like humans as opposed to like... You know, so anyway, so we're standing there, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like it's not the but you hear the music, yeah, you're like, Oh, the parade's coming. (laughs) Turn the camera on, float, character, float, float of characters. I have no earthly idea what or who they are. (laughs) End of parade. What just happened? And I'm like, a parade. he looked at me and he said, how long was that parade? I said, a minute and 26 seconds. He's like, we can't share that. I'm like, no, we can't share that. <laughs> oh, is this nuts? So anyway, when they say mini Halloween parade. You should share and say, this is the longest Disney parade I've ever been at. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that footage? Somewhere. You should, you should put that on YouTube. Put the longest Disney parade ever. Yeah. And then put that video. You would get a million hits. Dear Disneyland Paris, your parade was put in the dryer and shrunk. (laughs) So not only are you going to uh, have a new Mickey Mouse float in the Halloween parade, but there's going to be a new attraction called, quote, Mickey and his Philharmagic Orchestra. That sounds awfully familiar. That will make its appearance at Discoveryland. And, of course, Halloween wouldn't be the same without Disney villains. Get ready to shiver with some unparalleled encounters and spectacular show this Halloween at Disneyland Paris. Mickey's Halloween Cavalcade, the most eagerly awaited parade of the season, is finally back with a bespoke edition. A brand new float called Mickey's Illusion Manor. 
will float. Uh, this float will celebrate 90 years of imagination in the most mischievous of ways with apparitions and disappearances. Uh, yes, Mickey can't wait to play some tricks on you. What's more, he'll also have help from some strange zombies and the three pranksters, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Scrooge's nephews, as if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mickey's 90, uh, Mickey 90 Mouse Party, say that 10 times fast, <laughs> will mark the arrival on October 1st of 2018 with their brand new Mickey and his Filler Magic Orchestra. Get ready to enjoy a new 4D experience at the Discovery Land Theater. Uh, once seated, you will find Mickey and Donald on the big screen. They will cast you into the very heart of some of the greatest Disney classics, such as Aladdin, Lion King, and the, and, uh, the Little Mermaid, uh, with new mis- misadventures caused by the out-of-control Donald Duck. Hmm. It will be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have fun with Disney's most popular songs and to celebrate 90 years of Mickey in style. This sounds a lot like Mickey Philharmagic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The attraction, Mickey and Philharmagic, will remain open after the holiday season. Now, Disney Villains invites you to their show, It's Good to Be Bad. It's good to be, be bad. bad. It's, it's good, good to, to be bad. bad. I don't yep. remember all the lyrics. Something, something bad. Uh, with uh, It's good to be bad with Disney villains. That just sounds bad. Uh, at the Castle Theater, you can join the Queen from Snow White, uh, Cruella, Captain Hook, the Queen of Hearts, Jafar, mm. uh, Gaston, Frollo, Dr. Facilier, and Cinderella's stepsisters, as well as the stepmother, Drizella, Anastasia, and Lady Tremaine. For this not-to-be-missed show, look out for intruder Donald, who dresses up as Maleficent so he can party with the Disney villains. Nice. That poor duck. His goose is cooked. He never gets uh, any respect. He quacks me up. The holiday season takes place from October 1 through November 4th, 2018. The Mickey 90 Mouse Party will be followed by a brand new Christmas season full of surprises. So we're going to do a little Halloween, a little Mickey, a little Mickey, a little uh, Christmas. This year's holiday (laughs) season at Disneyland Paris is brought to you by the word synergy. Oh, close. (laughs) Yeah, that well. Yeah, we should probably ask that synergy woman we spoke to, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Shoot me in the she head. She was the director of <laughs> synergy. synergy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what do you do at work? I'm the uh, director of synergy. I synergize things. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, I make sure that this and that Go are together. synergistic. All right. Okay. Uh, get ready for the flurry of sweets. With the 2018 Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam dessert party. I am going to this. I am going yeah. to this dessert I hope D23 does something like they did last time. If not, I'm going to this dessert party because I love this show. Uh, as part of this year's Flurry of Fun. <laughs> and, Snow. I, and I wish they would tell us what they're doing in Toy Story Land, but that's another problem. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studio, the spectacular nighttime holiday fireworks show, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, is returning once again when it comes. (laughs) And with it comes popular Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam dessert party. 
How many times do you think the guy that they writes get, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam gets, gets paid, paid by the Bam? He gets paid by the Jingle, the Bell and the Bam. Good for him. <laughs> uh, the first, we have to step into the Chinese Theater Courtyard to enjoy an array of holiday-themed snacks and decadent desserts, beer, wine, and specialty alcohol and non-alcoholic beverages. While taking part in festivities, there will even be a special VIP character available for a meet-and-greet. Ooh. Maybe it's uh, prep and landing. Do they have prep and landing meets? I don't know. But I, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Well, it's open. <laughs> you know. Uh, before the show, you'll be escorted to a reserved viewing area where you'll enjoy Disney movie magic. Yeah, it'll probably be Daisy Duck. A beautiful projection show featuring your favorite cinematic moments and the magic of Disney. The Followed by Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, a Santa-sized spectacular, jam-packed with holiday music, fireworks, special effects, and dazzling state-of-the-art projection. Reservations are now open for Jingle Bell, Jingle Band Dessert Party. Bookings start November 6th. The festive dining experience will occur nightly. Not weekends, nightly. Nightly. November 6th to January 6th. Sweet two <laughs> full months. The event will start one and a half hours prior to each night's show. The event times are subject to change without notice. And vary throughout the season. And I'm not going to tell you this, but uh, the pricing is a little tiered. <laughs> little tiered. November 6th to December 22nd, and then January 2nd to January 6th. It's basically the week before Christmas yeah. and the weekend at, week after Christmas. Yeah. It's $79 per adult, $45 per kids. December th- 23rd through January 1st is $89 per adult and $49 per kid. And reservations can be made by calling. Uh, you can go on the website or by calling 407 WDW9. Tickets into the park are not included. Yeah, are not included. That's something to remember, too. Yes. You have to have tickets to get into the park. Yeah, you need one of those to get in. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's the price you pay to play the game. Yep. Uh, hey, last week, John, we had a trivia question. We did. Did anybody get it right? Not a soul. What? Not a soul. And I figured this was like, this was like, I I thought this was a a softball over the plate. Oh, dude, totally a softball. Yeah. So the question was this. What is the name of the fleet that transports guests from Disney Springs from Port Orleans? It's the Sasagula Steamboat Company. That's correct. And it's the word Sasagula that freaks everybody out. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what everybody yeah. didn't answer. Yeah. Uh, so no winners. That's okay. Uh, we have another trivia question this week. And this is a little tricky. <laughs> Great. Okay. As if the other one wasn't. <laughs> According to Disney theme park lore, Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical was inspired by three singing sisters. But it actually takes its name from what Famous Disney trio. Uh, Stuart Copeland, Andy Summers, and Sting. No. Dang. You know who that is? No. It's the police. The rock <laughs> oh, band. Okay. The police. You know, every breath you take. 
All right. So if they think they have an answer to the uh, trivia question, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Don't put it in the chat room. Send us an email. That's correct. So uh, we just got done doing the uh, Patreon show, which is a live show we do every Monday night at 7 p.m. just for our Patreons. If you want to find out a little bit more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can sign up to be a Patreon for as little as, what, two bucks? Two bucks a month? One buck a month? Buck a month. Dude, it's a bargain at twice the price. Yeah. Uh, and basically what we do with the Patreons is they help support the show, uh, hosting some of the events we do. All the prizes and stuff uh, takes money to A, buy them, and B, send them and ship them and all that good stuff. So uh, that's what all that goes towards. Uh, but in return, we give you ad-free shows. We give you exclusive video and audio content. Plus, we have other great offers and bonuses for the different levels of our Patreons. And if you go and sign up, you could be part of the cool kids, just like Brad, Corey, Daniel F., Daniel S., David, Don, Dustin, Ernie, Eva, James, Jennifer, Kathy, Katie, A., Katie, G., Michael, Mike, Ron, Ross, Sam, Willie, Tom, and Will, and Willie. We should make a rap song out of that. I think I just did. <laughs> uh, go visit patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast for more information. Mission. Disneyland Resort puts plans for the new luxury hotel on indefinite hold. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, they're not. It's not good. The Anaheim <laughs> City really dropped the hammer on Got Disney. them right in the drive through Yeah. Uh, the Disneyland Resort uh, has put their plans for a new luxury hotel on hold after issues were raised regarding a $267 million tax break from the city of Anaheim. Wow. Back in October, Disney announced new plans for a three, uh, 3A four-diamond property to be built on the west side of downtown Disney, which was a change from the original plan submitted to the city more than a year ago. When Disney originally announced a new hotel back in 2016, it was to go on uh, part of the existing Disney uh, downtown Disney parking lot. The original plans were submitted uh, during a time when the city was giving significant tax breaks for builders of four, sti- four diamond properties, with 70% of the occupancy tax being returned for up to 20 years. Well, since then, the Anaheim City Council has said, yet, comrade, uh, and has eliminated the tax breaks except for projects they've already approved. With that change in the location of the new hotel, the city is now claiming that Disney would not qualify for the tax subsidy. Bad move, Anaheim. In a letter to uh, the Disneyland Resort, city uh, attorney Robert uh, Fabella stated the city's position. Uh, because this proposed site is inconsistent with the state uh, site intended in the agreement, it is the city's po- uh, position that Disney would not be entitled to the tax rebate were it to move forward under its current hotel construction plan. Uh, Chief Counsel for Disneyland Resort responded by saying, and I quote, uh, nuts to you, brother. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. <laughs> hang on. That was a typo. Uh, he said, you have given us no other choice than to put construction of the hotel on in, on definite hold as a resort reevaluates the economic viability of future hotel development in Anaheim. Mayor Tom Tate, worst name in public service, ladies and gentlemen, who opposes the subsidies, feels that Disney should build the project with their own money, to which Disney went, not going to happen, bros. Right. Councilwoman Chris Murray feels that the issue is political, duh, not legal, 
It's not political. It's not legal. Yeah. It's financial. That's right. Uh, and the dispute could be ended by amending the previous ordinance. The city makeup of the council, however, would likely not support such an amendment. Disneyland has closed several businesses in downtown Disney, mm-hmm. but has not broken ground on the new hotel. So the conflict with the city could put in jeopardy the 2021 scheduled opening date. What I, do you think about this? Imagine they closed all of those businesses. Uh-huh. You know, like Orla Sandwich, the movie theater, all of that business. Mm-hmm. There's no revenue being generated in there right now. It's all dead space. And Anaheim then drops us on you? I don't know. If I was Disney, I don't know how... Disney could, I guess, retaliate and try and sue them, you know, and say, hey, you know, you agreed to this, now you're backing off of this, right. you know, you changed the rules, whatever, yada, yada. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know... That would probably be bad for Disney because then when they want to do something else and they want the city council on their side, they're not going to get it. So, but on the other hand, the city of Anaheim, try not to bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah. Uh, If there's no Disneyland, there's probably no city of Anaheim. (laughs) Uh, No, Anaheim was there before Disneyland. Understandable, but... It was Orange Groves. Yeah, it's not going to be the same thing. It's not going to be this tax heaven that, you know, Disney made it, you know, with all this great revenue coming into the city. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, If you do a little research on the city of Anaheim, outside of where Disneyland is, Mm. the rest of the place, there's there's a lot of places in Anaheim that are slum level, Mm. Uh, like near the uh, stadium. Right. Uh, There's a lot, there's like a big long street of nothing but tent village. So there's there's some inconsistencies there with what's going on in the city. Plus, it's located in California, and that holds its own set of issues. Right. But for Anaheim to say, hey, we, we don't want you to build this because we don't want to give you the tax subsidies. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney doesn't necessarily have to do anything because if they don't do anything, they're not going to give them any more taxes unless Anaheim decides to start taxing them at a higher rate. Right. Disney's not going to f- go for that either. Yeah. It's not like Disney can shut down and move. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you know, one needs one more than the other one yeah. needs the, the other. other one. Yeah. If I can put that in a political way. Yeah. So it's it's it'll be interesting to watch, see what happens. Who I mean, wins if, first? If Disney could and would, I bet they would pack up their tent and go somewhere else. Absolutely. You know? I, I'm sure they would. Although, because everything's in California, I mean, where would they move to? I mean... God forbid. Further north, Further closer north. to Burbank, yeah, where yeah. The, the studio is and the Imagineering is. Fair enough. You know. Anyway, they'll figure it out. They're big boys, we think. Yeah, they got lots of lawyers <laughs> and way smarter people than us. That's very, very true. Hey, if you're a D23 fan, get ready. Get ready. Open up that bank account because D23 Expo is coming for it. Oh, yeah. Just when you thought your pocketbook was safe. (laughs) D23 Expo tickets go on sale. (laughs) The tickets aren't the most important, most expensive thing. It's the the time that you stand and stand in line. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, 
They announced that tickets are going on sale this year for the D23 Expo 2019 to take place, obviously, at the Anaheim Convention Center, as always. The event celebrates everything Disney, including theme parks, motion pictures, television, music, consumer products, live entertainment, Disney parks, Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, ABC, Disney Channel, Radio Disney, Disney Theatrical, and Disney Store are all represented under one hood. Wouldn't it be interesting if Disney says, okay, if this is how you feel about this, this is the last expo we're doing in Anaheim. Mm. Granted, we lose a lot of the Disneyland stuff, but we're going to move it mm. because the amount of money that is is brought into this city for yeah. that three days, it's right. got to be substantial. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, okay. So tickets are going on sale August 23rd. So if you're listening to this in the replay, you're probably... Already gun got them. Yeah, you've already signed up. But uh, the event will be held uh, August 23rd to the 25th of 2019. Uh, discount on admission tickets will be offered to D23 Gold members, including the additional early bird discounts. So here is the pricing. For D23 Gold members, early bird pricing from August 23rd to November 20th will be a one-day ticket will be $67. A child one day is $49. An adult three day. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong an, an with you. An adult three day <laughs> will be $177. And a child three day will be $125. Regular member pricing uh, starting after November 20th will be a one day for adult is $79. A one day kitty is $59. A three day adult will be $219. <laughs> and a three-day child will be 164. And if you are not a D23 member, you're going to dig a little deeper. An adult one day is 89. A one-day child is 69. A three-day adult will cost you 249. That's two almost $250 hmm. just to get in the building. And you haven't seen a damn thing. And you still have to stand there. Yes. There's no guarantees. Yep. There's a whole bunch of people that are going to get seated way before you. Right. Now, if money is not an object, <laughs> <laughs> and you have unlimited uh, funds at your disposal, there will be a limited number of highly coveted sorcerer tickets with VIP benefits, which will be available to D23 Gold members only, for $2,500 per person. But the benefits are pretty rich. Pretty sweet. You get a nice little swag bag. You get into every event, no matter what, what panel, what show, whatever it is. You get in. There's reserved seating always there for you. You can show up at the very last second, and there will be a seat there for you. So that's a that's a pretty big benefit. Right. These tickets sell out instantaneously. It, it's a matter of seconds. Like Thanos on a bad bender. Yeah. <laughs> They're gone. If you're not there, ready with all your information, copied and pasted and ready to go into that form, you are never going to get one of these tickets. Highly coveted tickets. Um, now, when you buy your tickets, you can also pick up some exclusive D23 Expo 2019 merchandise that will be available until the end of the year. So typically what they do is they send out you an email and they say, hey, this is all the exclusive merchandise. You buy, buy it, pay for it, and then you just go pick it up at the expo in a pickup area. 
So you can get all the Expo uh, merch that you want right. pretty much online. There are some, obviously, Disney Store exclusive stuff that you're going to have to go to, to the Disney Store booth to get. Right. But if you're just looking for, you know, the branded uh, 2019 stuff, I did buy some stuff that way. Did the Sorcerer package give you uh, better access into those stores? Yes. You get to go to those stores before they even open on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. I think it's Thursday or, yeah, Thursday. You get to go to those stores on Thursday when nobody's there. So the price now is $2,500. What were they last year or two years ago? Uh, they've been this way for a little while now. Uh, when I did it, yeah. <laughs> there was three levels of Sorcerer, and I took the middle. Yeah? I didn't take the platinum. I was gold, and I think mine was only $300 for the three days. Oh, wow. What a bargain. Now $300 is what it takes to get to, in. To get in, yeah. yeah. And I had VIP. Right. You know? Now, it was a little different. You know, platinum people got seated first, right. then gold people got seated. But... Who cares? We all got still it. in the room. Yeah, we, we still got a room. It was still reserved seating. I still could have showed up at the last minute. I didn't have to wait in any lines. Right. So. Crazy. Uh, uh, D23 announced that many of the favorite traditions uh, from D23 Expo will be returning, including the Disney's Legend Ceremony, duh, uh, Talent Central, and the Walt Disney Archives exhibit. So mm, Excellent. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a little taste with uh, Destination D in November. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of, uh, it's a long, long days, man. It's a freaking marathon. Yeah. But it's fun. I mean, if you're into it, it's yeah. fun. I, uh, quick thing. I, I have like that D23 Expo group on Facebook, mm -hmm. and someone posted pictures of uh, how they line everybody up at night and make everybody sleep in the garage. <laughs> God. <laughs> In between the red oh. tape, which is the queue line. There's oh. people with bags on the floor and sleeping bags and that's, folding chairs. That's crazy. And I posted <laughs> underneath that. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is how D23 treats, treats their fans. Right. Make of you course. sleep in the garage. Right. right. Overnight. Yeah. I, I think the Anaheim Convention Center is way too small for this. I agree. Way too small. I agree. All right, so Walt Disney World shares details about the new restaurants coming to the Caribbean Beach Resort. I saw this post, got it over on Park Hoppers. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. When the update to Old Port Royale, uh, the updates are completed in a few months from now, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will have two, count them, two new dining locations. Replacing Shutters, the former table service restaurant, which it desperately needed updating, Sebastian's Bistro would be located right on the water side. Oh, yeah, man. Right where it's better. The menu will feature the flavors of both the Latin and the Caribbean cuisine. And the staff will offer warm island hospitality. Will you be able to put the lime in it, man? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> everything's better downwards. Take it from me. Uh, the oh, speak, Side note, you, have, you haven't seen Marvel's Luke Cage yet, no. have you? Dude, the main bad is from, uh, um, oh, dude, not uh, something. Oh, forget it. Yeah. Uh, he, he speaks with that accent the whole time. is really, really, really thick. Anyway, uh, the decor will, side note, the decor will echo a tropical beachfront home with coral patterns, uh, kelp filigree that celebrates the Caribbean. 
nearby, the Centertown Market will be a new quick service dining location. The area will be expanded into more of a street market feel with new lighting, open shutters, wooden light posts, and awnings. The Grab and Go Market will be available for coffee and snacks. Uh, menus and operate, uh, opening dates uh, to the new restaurants have not yet been revealed, but as soon as we know, we'll be there. Know. Yep, we'll <laughs> we'll probably be there. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to try that Jamaica. I I was at the old shutters, and it was. Uh... I went there a couple times. Uh, Actually, I was there when I was vegan. I was there one time when you were vegan yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, I went there a couple times once with you because I'd never been there, and two. Uh, because they had the outside bar and we'd mm. never been there, and that was really cool. And then we had family there, right? Uh, staying it wasn't the Calypso bar or something else, something like that. Yeah, but it was it was nice. Yeah. It was cooler, so it was more fun. Right. It was better. Yeah. So this would be great. This is uh, this is a long time coming for this resort, yeah. and I'm excited to see what restaurants they put in that tower. Dude, that's going to be great over at the uh, Coronado Springs. It's going to be awesome and Caribbean. Oh, yeah, there's a tower, and they're going to put a restaurant up there, too? I believe so. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That tower. That's what I'm hearing. That tower over at uh, Caribbean Beach is crazy fast. I mean, I drove by there, and I'm like, I guess it's been a while since I've been here, because that's gone up quick. Yeah. It's amazing. If you haven't visited visited Disney in a while and drive down... Uh, Buena Vista and see the tower at Caribbean and then the one at Coronado Springs. Well, first you can see the Cranes where yeah. they're building the Marriott. That's right. Then you see the, the right. Caribbean. Then you can go and see the uh, Coronado. It's crazy yeah. what they're doing out there. But yeah. I guess because they they stopped doing a lot of the construction over at Universal, everybody's coming over here to get some yeah, work. So. I guess so. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Wait, wait. We have extra Cranes now because Universal's done? Yeah, we have workers. <laughs> well, let's start building. <laughs> All right, uh, if you haven't seen them, the new temporary bus stop at the Hollywood Studio, it's a little further away from the park. Oh, it's a hike. It's not a little <laughs> further. It's a lot further. You're at Epcot. <laughs> Thank you for parking at Epcot. <laughs> it's easier just to walk from Epcot. All right, so guests now visiting Disney's Hollywood Studio uh, in the future, in the future is now, who plan on arriving at the theme park via a bus, a Disney World bus, should be aware of the temporary drop-off and pickup area uh, that has been just opened where uh, this whole refurbishment is happening for the Skyway right. in the parking lot. Right. So they're redoing the old bus stop. I don't know what needed to be redone. Make it more expansive and to protect from the... I think they're going to move the handicap lot, too, yeah. behind that and make that bus lot area bigger because that does take up a little of their bus loop. Mm-hmm. And I think that traffic kind of crosses each other, yeah. and they don't like that. They like buses in and out, in and out. Anyway, uh, the new area is quite a good distance from the main entrance of the theme park, like a half a mile. <laughs> if you're at bus stop one, which is the furthest from the park entrance, it is about a half a mile walk. For those of you staying at the at the Swan Resort, it's just outside of the resort. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little walk under the bridge. Yeah. You're at the front door. Uh, as an example, and this is only an example, a, an experienced marathon runner. This is really in the article. Yeah. That's the funny thing. It took 20 minutes to walk from bus stop number one to the main entrance of the park. So that that's a long walk. If, if it were me, it's a half hour. Yeah. 
Me? Probably 40. So I'd stop and get some water. Take a break. <laughs> Take a break, go to the bathroom. Rub your feet. <laughs> yep. Just got grab and go. <laughs> mm. uh, Coffee vendor? Anyone? Yeah. Uh, so they're saying bus stop one is actually the closest to the park, and that took 20 minutes. So God help us all. Uh, this guest arrived from a bus uh, from Pop Century and was assigned to uh, Bus Stop 1 and happened to notice that the deluxe resorts were assigned the highest numbers, 23, 24, 25. Duh. <laughs> they don't want their... <laughs> you can't expect them to walk. Yeah, they're rich as paying guests to walk far. Shocked they don't have a moving or sidewalk. break a sweat, yeah. <laughs> moving sidewalk. Break a sweat. So <laughs> <laughs> part they don't pick them up in a little golf cart. Dude, it's so hot outside, you could just think and your brain yeah. starts sweating. Also, you may notice uh, what it seems looks like miles and miles and miles. I can see for miles. A metal switchbacks that go on forever with no shade over them, except those little green umbrellas occasionally. Uh, typically, those umbrellas are used for the transportation cast members when they're standing outside trying not to catch on the fire. A cool bus. Now, here, here's how far the bus stop is. A cool bus has been parked around bus stop number 19, inviting guests to step into the bus to cool off. Wow. That's that's a problem. They have to have a running bus with right. air conditioning on right. because it's so. F- <laughs> Here's a front. crazy idea. Why don't you run a tram? Yeah, just run a dang tram. Yeah, on the sidewalk. One of the people in the chat room was asking how many gift shops are located between bus stop one and the entrance. I want. Put, I'm sure they'll put carts, and I'll, they'll, um, definitely water. they'll put carts of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They want you to be cool, but yeah. you got to pay. Yeah. And they're going on to say, you know, bring pl- plenty of water, sunscreen, and probably food rations in case you pass out. <laughs> a go bag. <laughs> yeah, a go know. bag. Uh, First it, aid kit. <laughs> when it hits the fan, you know. Yeah. An umbrella, maybe a seat. <laughs> uh, but don't bring a survival knife because even though you'll need one, you can't have it. You can't have it. Yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy. I, I was over there. Uh, I just drove into the parking lot just to see it. Yeah. Just to make sure it was real. <laughs> It's real. It's there. I saw it, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. There's no way. And I have that flashbacks to when I ran the, the Tower of Terror 5K, and I busted up my uh, – I messed up my foot mm-hmm. and had to walk from there to the old bus stop, number oh, one. Oh, wow. That was a pain. So I just remember that. So, yeah, it's, uh, that's interesting. Um, this the, the refurbishments can't come fast enough. Yeah, and they seem to be moving pretty quick, but still, that's a lot. They are really trying to get this done by Star Wars. Yeah, they have to. They're yeah. gonna have to. Yeah. Is is packed as it is for Toy Story, Star Wars is going to be a whole other level of crazy. Mm. So, yeah. uh, so tell us what you guys think. Leave us a comment in the notes below. You can also find us over on uh, Facebook uh, and you, uh, YouTube and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast. Disney podcasts are over on Twitter. Make sure you come to DisneyParksPodcast.com and uh, see all of our show archives as well as our blog posts from our amazing guest writers and links to all our great sponsors like DreamsByDesignTravel.com. Uh, check those guys out and tell them that the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And uh, if you're listening to this, uh, uh, we post the show on Wednesday. This coming Friday is going to be show number 500. So uh, we're going to have some fun in the next show. The next show is going to be filled with news and all that good stuff, but we're also going to be having some fun with our chat room guests. And 
Uh, it's a good reminder for you guys, if you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, come to Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Join the live chat room because you never know. We're going to give out fun and games and prizes and just goofy stuff. You get to see the yeah. show as it's recorded, warts and all. Uh, and there's a whole lot of crazy stuff that happens on and off camera. So we want to make sure you come check that out. Anything else you want to add, my friend? I got nothing. All right. If you don't see online, then we'll see you in, in the, the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a out of the blue Fate steps in and sees